Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. who is an Israeli marathon runner who happens to be a woman who happens to be orthodox and her beautiful child uh, and um, I don't know your name I hope you tell us so Beatty why don't you say hello and um, tell us how you first started getting started running I know you started running four years ago so how did that all happen um, sure. This is actually my marathon baby, Nava. She ran a marathon. So it's very fitting that she's here. Um, <laughs> she ran a marathon. I was pregnant with her. Um, I started running, now it's like four and a half years ago. Um, I was really tired of, I had basically had four kids in six years. And I, even though I always loved exercising and was always, you know, active as a growing up, once I got married and started having kids, I, you know, didn't, didn't make any time for myself in that area and after six years I realized I was so out of shape I basically realized that when I my family was uh we had some races on the beach and I used to always be the fastest they were just like short sprints but I came in dead last and I was like huffing and puffing so I told my husband after that I'm like that's it I need to do something and I took the extreme goal of running a marathon I always joke like most people say they're going to run, you know, they do the couch to 5k program, but I did the couch to marathon program and it was the best decision I've ever made. And I have not looked back, you know, I really, really enjoyed it from the beginning. So that's awesome. We met you, heard you speak, um, at the team lifeline pasta party. Uh, Perry and I had been marathoning. It'll be 11 years with team lifeline highlighting. We raised a lot of money for High Lifeline with our team, and we're always very excited to meet somebody who has the same joy that we do when we do a marathon. Um, as you know, Perry has muscular dystrophy, so for her, a marathon is done a little differently than somebody else. I push her till about usually mile like 12 or 11, and then she gets in her gait trainer, her walker, and she walks as much as she can and gets over that finish line. Um, but seeing you yeah. at the start line this year, um, in Miami at the Hit Marathon Marathon, and we were in awe of you. And we were—I just took my eyes off of you for a second, and you ran up five blocks just to practice and warm up. And we're like, "Where did Beatty go?" <laughs> you were so fast; it was incredible. So you have a lot of fans out there. Um, I'm, I'm interested because you are an Israeli runner. Is there, how have you been training in COVID times? I know the Israeli government, I don't think let you get out more than like 100 meters from your home. So yeah. how has that been for you? Um, so actually, so today was the first day that they, they finally allowed, like they made special exceptions for Olympic athletes. We can train now. But until this point, I was pretty much, and then, the past week, they said you could go 500 meters from your house and like things were a little looser. I have like very nice fields in my back, in my house, the behind my, I live on a Moshav and we have like miles of trails and fields. So I was running there. But before that, I, I just did all my running on the treadmill for like two weeks. Um, 
and I bought it. I, it was the first time I'd ever really run on a treadmill. Like I didn't own a treadmill. I, I had to buy one. Um, but actually it wasn't bad because like it was, it was convenient. Like I could run and my kids would come be, I didn't have to worry about who's going to watch the kids or, you know, they've also all been home. So like my husband appreciated that. And it's also good for like doing workouts when you don't have anyone else to work out with. Like you just set the pace you need on the treadmill and then you just go, you know? Yeah. So I found it pretty convenient and I obviously like miss, I miss, I think the biggest thing that I miss is like having my regular schedule and training partners and group and like a lot of, I, I'm still training this, you know, doing a pretty similar amount of running and workouts, but I don't always get to work out with my coach and the group. And I used to do strength training with a, with a trainer and I can't do that. So so it's like, it's, I'm, I'm making the best of the situation, you know? Right. But everybody's in the same boat. Um, right. But now that the Olympics are going to be held, which I know is disappointing because Tokyo was, you know, slated to have it in 2020. Um, what is your plan? Do you have a plan for when they do hold the Summer Olympics? Well, first of all, I still don't, like, according to what they announced, they're pretty much keeping the same schedule. So there might still be the issue of the women's marathon being on Shabbat, which is, like, somewhat frustrating because I thought when they moved it, I'd have a shot. I'm not, I'm not giving up yet. Um, I still plan on trying to qualify because I, I would – regardless of whether I can run in the actual marathon, like if I make the qualifications, I'd go to represent Israel as like a marathoner there. Um, so they made the, they, I was actually scheduled to run a marathon on April 5th in Rotterdam. And my plan was to like try and hit the standard of 229.30, but I didn't get to run that race. So now I hope you can't, you actually, the qu new qualification window for the Olympics only opens on, December 1st of 2019. So it's unclear. I don't know when I'm going to do another marathon because I don't even know what fall races are going to be like. I'm basically, the way I'm training right now is like maintaining like a strong base so that at any point, like when we figure out what our next race options are, I'll have like time. I'll be able to, you know, quickly do the marathon. Like I'll have you know, seven weeks to train for the marathon specifically, but I, I don't know yet what race I'll be doing at all. <laughs> okay. Um, I know your, one of your mottos is dream big and keep pushing. And I know Perry has a similar motto also where she just believes she can do things and, and then she does it. Um, where does that strength come from in you? Um, I don't even, my father's like a really, he has never like let anything stop him, I think, in life. And my parents were have always been really supportive of like whatever it is you want to accomplish, go out there and do. Not not even like it wasn't always about like big things. It was just about you doing what's important to you and like doing something that you're passionate about. And I think for me, the idea of dreaming big, like I've learned more and more that things that we perceive and think as impossible aren't necessarily impossible that we have, that we're, we're capable of achieving them. And if we don't, and the more I've realized that, the more it's made me want to set huge goals because if I don't put them out there, like I won't try, I won't even try and I'll never know if I'm capable of it or not. And I feel like we, it's so easy for us to like be short-sighted and get caught up in like where we are in the moment. But 
when you like when you lose that fear and lose like and begin to like just say anything's possible it really changes what you can accomplish i agree um, perry had the yeah. same mindset she's perry said she feels the same way um because if you don't set the goal sometimes she sets goals um and i look at her and i laugh and i was like oh my god like how are we going to do that and she's like you, you know you just take one step at a time to it until you get there um so i think you do need to dream big you are a very big inspiration um as a woman as an orthodox woman as a runner and we thank you so much for spending time with us and it was so nice to meet nava who did her marathon already. Hello, Nava. <laughs> you go to sleep soon, Pink Mama. Um, Edie, thank you so much, and we hope to see you um, great course in Miami one day soon. And God willing. Uh, we'll be sure to say hello to you again. Thank you so much. We love you guys. And, uh, thank you for, for this interview. You're amazing. Oh. I think that people, people always tell me, like, oh, you're inspiring, but, like, the people that I've come in contact with, like, I think everyone's inspiring in their own way. And part, that's what we're here for is just to use our light to shine our light and make a difference. And clearly you're doing that, Perry, with all the people's lives you've touched and the money you're raising for High Lifeline and the incredible projects you keep dreaming up and doing. So you should continue to have a lot of strength and bracha and siyata dishmaya and all, and you know, with everything you want to achieve. Thank you. It was really nice to connect. Oh, thank you, Beatty. Thank yeah. you. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Yeah.